This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at beepodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to the show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I am Karen Dudek Brannon. I was a school SLP for 14 years where I specialized in language literacy and executive functioning and also held various teaching, leadership, and research roles. Now, I am the host of the De Facto Leaders podcast on the Bee Podcast Network, where I help school therapists, teachers, and administrators be leaders on their school teams, no matter their job title. It's my belief that one of the most powerful things you can do for your mental health is to have a job where you feel like you're making a difference. That's why today I'm going to share some practical information with you that's going to help you to help your students, but also I think it's going to be something you might be able to use as well in understanding how your brain works. So today I'm defining executive functioning. Many people think that executive functioning skills means being organized, but it's actually much more than that. And what I have found from working with thousands of people in the school systems is that they think they're doing things in their classroom or in therapy to support executive functioning, but they're only getting to the tip of the iceberg. So what I wanted to do today is talk about what executive functioning actually is because it's much more than people realize. So what I'm gonna do right now is pop over to a clip from a free training that I offer that talks about executive dysfunction and what it can look like. So maybe you notice that some kids hyper-focus on certain interests. Maybe they have the opposite at other points in time where they show inattentive behaviors, they're not on task, Um, They're off task when they're supposed to be doing their work. Additionally, you might be working with kids who have some learning differences and need some additional supports. So you're finding that across areas, they're having difficulty problem solving or inferencing. This could be during reading comprehension, or it could be during just day-to-day tasks, like getting their things together, or even just figuring out how to navigate different situations during the day. Maybe they seem like they don't learn from past mistakes. So they do one thing one day, you have a talk with them, and then the next day you find that they're repeating the same behavior that you just discussed with them. Overall, they have poor generalization. So they might learn one skill in one setting or appear to have learned it or appear to at least understand what you're saying, but they're not generalizing to other situations. On top of that, you may have students who are showing different behaviors. Maybe they're getting referred to you for behavior problems or they have some kind of behavioral intervention plan. You find that the emotional reactions that they're showing don't seem to fit the situation. So maybe they get more upset than you'd expect based on this scenario. And you may see that they have anxiety about new situations. They tend to avoid things, refuse things, or they show behaviors that most people would describe as defiant behaviors. So maybe in their classroom, they are trying to avoid work that they have to do and they try to get out of it. Maybe parents in the home setting are saying that they're refusing to do homework, chores, those kinds of things. Additionally, maybe you're seeing some things 
time management or being organized. So you have those students who miss assignments and deadlines or lose track of their things. This could be school things. This could be other belongings in their day-to-day lives. Maybe parents are reporting that they're kind of leaving things all over the house and they never know where their sports equipment are and things like that. They seem to have a poor sense of time and poor time management, whether it means that they take longer than expected to do things that you don't think should take them that long, or they have a difficult time estimating how long things will take. So as a result, they may get very nervous about things when they're just a really simple thing that they need to do, or they might wait till the very last minute and not get things done on time. Maybe even during activities, they seem to be unaware of time and unable to adjust to make sure that they get things done on time or to make sure that they're on track. And then in our final cluster of skills, you may have students that are showing issues in what we would typically consider social skills. So maybe when their peers are having a conversation, they're not participating. Maybe they're sitting off by themselves. Um, maybe they're you know playing on their phone or doing something on their own. Or maybe they're doing the opposite and they're blurting things out when most people know that it's not the time to be talking. This could be during class or it could be during unstructured conversations. Maybe their responses appear to be off topic and not related to the conversation that's going on. Or maybe they're making comments about things that people were talking about five minutes ago and they're not fully following the conversation. Or maybe they're dominating the conversation or doing what's often referred to as info dumping, where they're talking about a topic that they're really interested in and they're just talking and talking and not really paying attention to whether their conversation partner seems interested and maybe they're not engaging in that back and forth where they're making comments and asking questions. They're just kind of sharing a lot of information. Maybe you're seeing that they have difficult time interpreting situations or others' actions or intentions. And they also may have difficulty interpreting how they're coming across to others. So maybe they're getting very upset in certain social situations and it's causing them issues with maintaining friendships or even engaging with different authority figures in their lives, like coaches, teachers, parents, siblings. How we want to think about this is that they are skills, they are not personality traits. So if they are skills, that means that they can be changed, they can be learned with the right supports and intervention. There may be certain things that are related to genetics that are causing them to present with that profile to begin with. We do have to consider their neurological profile, But again, it does not mean that it is something that can't be changed. It simply means that because of the way their brain works, the way that they learn those skills and the way that they can be successful may be different from other people. Because many of the things that I just mentioned are things that some people learn without having to be directly taught. And that may not be the case for someone who is presenting with executive functioning challenges. This clip was taken from a free training where I walk through how school teams can be neurodiversity affirming and evidence-based by supporting students' executive functioning. To sign up for the free training, just go to drkarendudekbrennan.com backslash EF leadership. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bpodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now. 
Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.